This is Opposite Attractions, Season 3, Episode 8, The Grocery Boys. The challenge, a food-based attraction. Opposite Attractions Podcast. I will be your <laughs> skipper for the evening, Scotty Moore. Joined as always by the skipper in training himself. It's oh. Jim, Jimothy Murphy. Oh, I'm barely holding on to the side of the boat right now. I know. Careful. Don't 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 fall off the boat, my dude. <laughs> After all the technical issues we yeah, had trying yeah. to record today that all came down to the fact that I had the computer muted and I'm an idiot. I'm assuming the water on our jungle cruise would probably be like that water on the beer boat ride from the Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Also, for the people watching on YouTube, yes, I have realized that my hair has grown out to a point where I'm starting to look like the lead singer of Nickelback, and I won't apologize (laughs) for it. I mean, I've gotten into look at this photograph territory, my boy, and I'm ready for it. Oh, man. So, has anything happened in theme park world this week, Jim? Other than everyone just being like, man, Toy Story Land was a little bit underwhelming, wasn't it? Um, good good news? I'm, I'm not sure. Wait, <laughs> has there been bad news? Well, somebody was... died. Wait, what? Yeah. Was this like a famous person or someone died at the park? No, uh, an employee was killed accidentally that's sad yeah this one's for you this episode there how about this the first 10 minutes where we don't become idiots that's for you guy god bless you um yeah man like all i could think to talk about this week was just like more stuff from my trip like how i figured out how to uh get four fast passes by hacking the system that's not a hack i think once you're done you can get more no, here's what I did. <laughs> and I'm aware of your thing, and your thing is the normal way. But the way I did it, and I actually talked about it on um, my my little road diary I recorded and put on the BS, uh, the BS stream. But what had happened was, because for some reason none of my fast passes were connecting to my card, the card that I had gotten, I walked up to Buzz Lightyear and was like, please, sir. It's right here, and for some reason, it's just not loaded on this card. And they're like, "Look, you're probably want to. You're after this. You're gonna want to go to um, Frontierland, not Frontierland, uh, Main Street. No, what the fuck? What's up the America place? Liberty Square. Liberty Square. You're gonna want to go there. Find this purple building. They'll take care of you. And I was like, "Cool, but I can ride this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool." <laughs> so as I got online, as I got into line, I literally went on my Disney experience, just went, cancel Buzz Lightyear, and now Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so yeah, if you just really, I'm sure there's a hack in there somewhere that I just discovered <laughs> through the kindness of Disney hearts. Another thing, man, I didn't really... I don't know how I've been to Magic Kingdom so many times without seeing the Main Street Philharmonic or without seeing the four the four dudes 
I don't even know what they are, dude. They were like four dudes in like an acapella group. The Dapper Dans? I think that's... Was it the Dapper Dans I saw? Because they weren't as entertaining as as the Main Street Philharmagic, but they were very charming men. (laughs) It's like I stepped into the music man for a minute. I was just like, Uh, all right, but y'all got trouble. Right here in Liberty Square. Um... Have you ever seen, like, the trolley show where they come down Main Street and, like, dance around the trolley? What the f- what? They, no. They, they, bring, they bring a trolley-type vehicle down Main Street, and in the back of it are various uh, cast members, and they stop, and they do, like, a little, like, ten-minute song and dancey show. Yeah. And uh, at one point when I was employed there... I was walking down Main Street with a coworker, and I was like trying to give them like the like a nice tour and like explaining stuff to them. And so this like we we walked by this, and I I said, I said, see Main Street USA is supposed to represent the turn of the century, uh, United States small town, like how you know in small towns where they would just stop traffic and sing and dance all the time. <laughs> That's great. And, and some lady in front of me like heard me and she started laughing. She almost fell down. Yeah. And she was like, did you hear what that boy just said back there? <laughs> See, with me, like my favorite thing about Main Street, and I guess it happens in most Disney parks, are those moments like when the Philharmonic plays or when the Dapper Dance come out, where if you don't know about it, you do have this moment of like, what the fuck is happening right now? My favorite one of all time is still the uh, Honeydew and Beaker show at Epcot where you could just be walking around and then all of a sudden, hello, Beaker. Where the fuck did these puppets come from? (laughs) Well, now they have the one in Liberty Square with the Muppets. Yeah, I think that one's announced, though. I really like the unannounced things that you kind of have to just know through word of mouth. Uh, I wish I could have seen the last performance of Mulch, Sweat, and Shears what? at the Hollywood Studios. It was like one of the bands that play, like kind of yeah. like the kind of like the Jammeters at Epcot, which I don't even know if they're still around. I'm assuming they are. They are. But they, are. But they had a band. They had a band at the studios that was kind of like that. That were like landscape people, and apparently, like they still perform around Orlando. But like. What? But, like, literally, like, the the last night that they were, like, in the studios, there was just, like, a thousand people just, like, standing around waiting for their, like, last show because they knew they were done. Oh, that's and, awesome. And cast members are like, what are you doing? You need to move. And they're like, no, we're not moving. We're here for, we're here for the band, please. My favorite is there's one of those at Universal, except instead, my thing with Disney is the fact that they take existing jobs that you would see at the park like a custodian like that and then turn that magical meanwhile at universal they were just like uh let's just take some scaffolding and put it over here and put some buff dudes on it to do some stomp shit for a couple of minutes that was good i really liked uh at epcot in france the balancing act also known as the give scotty anxiety hour (laughs) That's how I felt watching like half of Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah. where you're just like, no, 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 stop, stop, no, stop, please, please no. stop. You can stay on the ground. It's fine. I'm still entertained. I still like it. Just hang out. Let's just talk, I, man. I, I like. I loved Off Kilter. I wish they still performed. Which I one almost, was Off Kilter? They, they were a Can. They were in Canada. They were a 
rock like Celtic fusion band. So their lead singer oh, yes. had a had a uh, bagpipe. Uh, I almost so hit him with my everything. car one time. Oh, oh, that's a story. That would have been bad. It was in the Epcot cast member parking lot. I came around a corner and he was walking and I really almost took him out. Jesus. And it was literally like a week after I learned of his existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, holy crap. And I'd seen him. He was he was actually on John Ratzenberger's Made in America one time. Oh, cool. Because they made, they made bagpipes and it was like somewhere in Ohio. And at the end of the episode, like he had a bagpipe and he like walked out in this field. And they're like, we're going to play. And like he was one of the guys in the back for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. But see them they did a great thing because they get a they had a good bit which was that they were they would say that they were gonna play the uh most requested bagpipe song of all time. Yeah. Uh Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> and so the guitarist would start playing Stairway to Heaven. He would play like thirty seconds of it. Yeah. And the guy the main guy's like, No, 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 no. And he's like, What? You told me to play what and he's like no he's like there's no bagpipes in that song and the guy's like you but you but you told me to but and like everybody would like boo (laughs) and yeah yeah. he'd be like he'd be like we have to play the second most requested bagpipe song amazing grace and then they would play like this like 10 minute version of amazing grace that was the shit i have one of their records somewhere that i bought from, from there when i was there but it's it was they, they they would like do like those long like everybody gets a solo sort of a like oh yeah ten yeah. minute little riffs and they would play Disney songs in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. See, with me, I liked uh, I, that my favorite thing about working at Disney Springs was if I got out, off early, I would just walk around and around that AMC uh, Guy Fieri Planet Hollywood area. They've got they always have like some, like there was a rap battle going on one day. <laughs> but just two dudes having a rap battle and I was like okay I guess this is what's going down but my favorite one that ever happened and I was so upset that I couldn't just stay around this shining beacon of light for the rest of my day I was it wasn't leaving I was going into work and there's that little pathway where the buses will drop you off like right next to it yes and there there is just a fucking dude playing a piano wait for it the piano was on a giant platform that he could rc control and move around so it's just this dude diddling out hits like you'd be like who likes hotel california and then the fucking cart would just move and so like there would be i i walked past him as he played like uptown funk just like grooving next to him did um should i eat at t-rex See, here's the thing, Jim. You don't like to drink, and that's gonna that's gonna be what their burgers are pretty deep. The problem with me is the fact that every time I left T Rex, I had to walk through the kitchen, which it don't matter if the food's good; it ruins you. Um, but the burgers are really good at T Rex. Yeah, the uh, uh, the Disney chili at the time I worked there had a smell when they made it that could literally like. It could, it just the smell just hurt your face. Mm-hmm. The yeah, food, see, that, when it was done, it was fine, but when it was being made, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, also I know the the 
probably a large amount of the kitchen staff may or may not do cocaine, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, no one sued me. Um, in 2000... Also, well, hold on, wait, wait. Quick tip to anybody who does like to drink. Get the lava, like the lava flow drink. It's really good. It's like a strawberry, coconut, amazing, godly drink. So get that. Anyways, Jim, on to your stupid story. <laughs> uh, when they were when they were building, I, I might have told you this before. When they were building Disney Springs, like or changing it over, and like the entire middle was like just a giant wasteland of dirt. Yeah, yeah. We had parked on the west side, like right behind the Cirque du Soleil building, and we had walked all the way over to like the World of Disney store, and we're like, crap, we got to walk all the way back. And I thought there was a way around the construction that was, like, easy. Yeah. And so we got, like, a third of the way back, and we're like, fuck, we can't get through this mess. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this lady comes rolling up on a golf cart and right. is like, are y'all lost? And we're like, nah, we're, our, we're just trying to get to our car. It's over there. And the woman's like, hop in! And we're like, sweet! <laughs> And we, like, took off, like, driving through this construction site. <laughs> like, in a, in a thing that was probably very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's My like, she's like where's it at? And we're, like, over west side. And she's, like, cutting past people. People in, like, hard hats are staring at us. And we're just, like, holding on for dear life. Yeah. My my favorite was the first time I ever went to... Well, I'd been there before, but the first time I ever went to Disney Springs. it I think it was also the time... It was the day I got hired at T-Rex, I think. I remember the top of T-Rex is shaped like Mount Everest. It's supposed to look like this giant mountain, so you go inside it, and it's awesome. My dumbass genuinely thought that we were so close to Animal Kingdom, I was able to see the top of Everest. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, man, Everest it's is right It's only like here. eight That's miles sick. away. Yeah, it's a very it's a lengthy way. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I think I, I'm pretty sure... That Animal Kingdom is so far from the rest of Disney that it's technically, like, in Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, dude, I love, I love Disney Springs. It's fantastic. Also in the chat, the first mate of the BS, Salty Frank here. What's up, Frank? Anyways, Jim Murphy, this is a podcast where we don't talk about what the podcast is about for the first 10 minutes because we're those <laughs> kind of guys um but it's a podcast where we build our own theme park and of course this season this season's all about the verses the vs me versus jim to see who can build the best theme park and of course my land is called scotland what do you have a name for your side I, I don't really know. G uh, the gymnasium. Yeah. The gym um, and of course we've we've filled it with all kinds of great things, mostly liquor for me. But Jim, you gave me a challenge last week. I'm normally a a liquor boy, but you made me go food instead. We have to make food based yeah. rides. So yes. if you could give us a food based ride, or at least yours. Okay. So um, you're gonna like this, I think. Uh, so Guy Fieri. Ah, oh, you fucking asshole! <laughs> you piece of ass! I've got to change mine now. No, wait, wait, wait. So 
so my my retraction You're on is, a, is a restaurant. Line, Murphy. <laughs> it is a uh, it is a restaurant that you have to take a ride to get to the restaurant. Oh, okay. So you if you have a you have to have a reservation and you get in to like the queue and then you get in a ride vehicle and then you end up in the restaurant. Okay. That is the general premise. The ride is called Jimmy's Buffet Escape from Flavortown. Oh! <laughs> Jim Murphy, you've done it! You've done it! Is that it? Wait, is that your whole premise? <laughs> so, so the idea is that the queue looks like a really bad Johnny Garlics. Okay. And uh, you go in and like... Uh, the idea is that you're not supposed to be there, and uh, one of the employees of the so-called uh, Johnny Garlics is basically a spy that's trying to get you out, and they're like, you know, you have to go sit in this booth. And so you get into a booth that kind of looks like a giant version of a mad tea party teacup. Okay. So imagine, like, the middle that you would spin. Imagine if that was, like, six foot across. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, so basically it's it's a giant circular dining table booth. Okay. That you get in and then you end up like busting through the wall and you are basically trying to escape Guy Fieri in a on a trackless like Ratatouille the the ride sort of like okay. experience. So you're going like through the kitchen and like you end up in a quote unquote like outside area like where you're trying to get down the street to get into my restaurant. Okay, okay. Uh, and eventually you do get to my restaurant and you go in and the like outside of the room is basically like all of these tables and it just pulls up into like a spot and stops and then you actually sit at that booth to eat. Okay. So you can okay, get you can get that. in and out you get in and out to like get your food at the buffet and then whenever you're done and you leave they like come over they clean the table up and then they can like uh they use some sort of a you know computer operating system to like move the booth out and then put it move it back over to like the queue to be moved to be like sent back again through the ride okay i like that idea i like that idea all right that's awesome and you said it's jimmy buffet's escape from jimmy's jimmy's buffet jimmy's buffet yes because that's you me. piece of shit. That's so good. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm still. I, I just featuring. I, I, had a re- <laughs> I was thinking the music could either be like uh, Sammy Hagar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Smash Mouth, stuff like that. Somebody Various pan people. Wants. Yeah, it's got to. Well, no, no. I like the idea. Like, you know, as you go from like uh, the Magic Kingdom, like Central Hub to uh future world the music kind of subtly it's Tomorrowland. yes it is fuck you i get them mixed up they shouldn't have two areas with the same premise but they don't they do not have the same premise under oh i'm sorry one's about the future and one's about fucking tomorrow my bad i I would not i would not classify anything in tomorrowland as being about tomorrow yeah yeah all right (laughs) Uh, so there's your ride. Do you, I mean, do you have anything else? Like, what's your cue? All of your rides seem to be kind of educational. What's your education? Um, I don't really have any, in, have like an educational bend for this, really, because it's just a restaurant, essentially. I wish you just stopped it. I don't really have an education. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. I, it is. It is just a restaurant. I think it would probably be in the middle of. You could, you could offer like cooking classes and like cocktail making classes. That could be. Well, I mean, that would be more my side, but. Yeah, now, if it if it was on your side, uh, instead of being called Chicken Guy, it would be called like Cockfella, Cockfella. or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into mine, Jim. And um, oh wait, hold on. We're starting off with some breaking news. Um, Disneyland Paris has been broken into, and the entire fucking Ratatouille ride has been removed. It has been stolen with only a note left behind just saying, with regards, RF. <laughs> Rat Fieri. Rat Fieri, which now is leading into my ride, which is, of course, called Finkatui. And... <laughs> and it's it's really it's literally just like you know how like uh the promotional stuff for the dark knight would have like the normal posters but the joker had gotten a hold of them imagine the ratatouille ride but the official mascot of our theme my theme park who has not shown up for 50 episodes rat fink has gone through and just fucked it all up and make it rat fink centric and so uh it's got a I feel like there's a lot of spinning, so I don't want that high. I, I, by the way, for those of you at home, if it feels like I'm making this up on the spot, I kind of am because I forgot we were recording tonight until two minutes, like two hours ago when Jim was like, hey, we need to go. But I think maybe like a five drink minimum, you need to be pretty good for this ride. <laughs> and so you all get I on think, the ride. I and, think, and what's weird is in Disneyland Paris, that's probably a low number. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you get on the ride and you get this screen that comes down in front of you and on it appears Ratfink and like an apron and he looks like the chef from Ratatouille and he's just like, ah, bonjour, monsieur and mademoiselle, uh, je suis un monsieur Ratfink et aujourd'hui, uh, uh, nous culinaire un Delicious repas avec uh, number de alcohol et viande, avant and viande. And then he laughs and then he's just like, no, seriously, we're about to fuck some shit up. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's the most French I've ever spoken in my life. And so then uh, he takes you into the ride and instead of it being in like those normal Ratatouille cars, you're actually on Ratfink's motorcycle and in the back you see like a shit ton of like cooking sherry and whiskey and bacon and all kinds of American shit and also a strange figure in a bag that's just kind of like shaking and trying to get out. And then Ratfink's like, let's go! And then he takes you through the opening of the Ratatouille ride where you're trying to get through and try to perfect things. Except instead, he wants to make the most American dish to show these Frenchies what it means to have a good meal. And so you go through, and instead of, like, avoiding the chefs, he's, like, cutting their Achilles. <laughs> he's, like, trying to take them out. And so you go through all of that, only to discuss... You come in front of the, um... Oh my god! Yes! Just got this <laughs> giant... Uh, great plan. You find yourself in front of... What's his name from Ratatouille? Um, 
the character who's clearly Jewish but is labeled as Jewish and Remy controls him? A Linguini. Linguini. You come yes. you find yourself in front of Linguini. He's like, No, I will not let you ruin my dishes. At which point Rad thinks like, think about this, and then he presses a button, turns into a giant fucking mech, and now you are at the top of it in a hat, like Remy's in the hat of Linguini, and you have to fight to the death. And you take out Linguini, and then you prepare this absolutely delicious meal of, like, bacon and, like, eggs, all the delicious steak, whiskey, amazing meals. And then, like, it's like a Soren. The flavors all hit you at the last <laughs> minute. It's great. <laughs> and then you take it, you go out, and then I think there's, like, a small... There's probably a restaurant attached to this. I, I don't know... Firstly, I don't know what section of the park this is going in because I just now realized one half of it, the half that was kind of dedicated to fun times for kids, is really light, but I don't want to put this there. And I just put something in the dive bar area. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the ride. You end up in, like, a small restaurant at the end, which kind of offers this French ex-American cuisine. So it takes, like, traditional... Imagine if Be Our Guest was... Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I forgot. I totally just <laughs> forgot the most important part of the ride. You don't turn into a mech to fight Linguini. Instead, he goes, Let's, let, me, let me show you our secret weapon. Opens the bag where that dude's been struggling. Oh, who is it? That's right, bitches. Welcome to Flavortown. <laughs> Guy Fieri comes out. You're now on Guy Fieri's head, and you have to fight for dominance. And so then you're you're led into a Guy Fieri run restaurant that's kind of like if it's like be our guest, but if Guy Fieri got a say about the dishes, so he's like, all right, we'll take this normal French stuff, but then just pour bacon grease on it and Guy's special <laughs> dick sauce. Get it in there. And so, I originally, I originally wanted the drink. And I may or may not have been Googling what the drink will be while you were doing your pitch. But I think I like the idea of having two drinks. One is the French Connection, obviously for all the French stuff. And it's a very lovely drink with cognac, raspberries, sparkling wine. Very delicious and refreshing. Meanwhile, on the American front, we've got a rum and Coca-Cola float with a straw made of pure fucking bacon. And that is a thing I just found on the internet. It's a rum and cola float with bacon in it. So it's literally everything. I might change the rum to whiskey, but it's alcohol, Coke, fattening ice cream, and then a straw made of bacon. So it's the perfect Guy Fieri evening treat. I don't know if I'd want to suck anything through a straw made of bacon. Oh, man, I, that's all I do now. That's how <laughs> I do shit. That's my life. Um, so shit, <laughs> that's just my life is sucking bacon hard. Ooh. Suck that hard bacon. Um, so yeah, that's my ride. I'm trying to think if I've missed any details about it. I thought I, you were going to have Pat Oswald in the bag. I really did. <laughs> We've got him. Hand over the food. Nothing goes wrong. No, no, dude. It's got to be Guy Fieri all along, and then you fight. So you have – your ride is you're escaping a restaurant to go to a Guy Fieri restaurant, and mine is escaping a Guy Fieri restaurant to go somewhere else. <laughs> 
no, no, no. It's not escaping a restaurant. You are trying to destroy that restaurant with well, the okay. power of Fietti. Um, <laughs> man, I do like the idea of that Soren thing, though. Like, Guy Fietti is just like, all right, children, you've, you freed me. Now go. And he tosses you the bike, sprouts wings, and then you fly over all of the Guy Fietti ingredients. So you, like, you get this hit of bacon and then milkshakes and, like, all this really dope stuff. So, yeah, I, I like that idea, and I think it would probably go in, like... I keep thinking, like, the Fancyland area or maybe around, like, the bar area around the corner. I don't know. I need to start getting rides for the for the children's side, though. Which, I guess, leads into my challenge for next week, Jim Murphy. Let's make it... Let's just make a fucking fantastical kitty ride. Or have we done that? I think we've done that. We have to make a ride... Okay, how about this? A kitty ride where you get to take something home. You get a souvenir to bring. You know, last week when I was thinking of stuff as a challenge, the one challenge that I had that I didn't use was like uh, where you have to make something. So that works. Okay, yeah, yeah. You either have to make something or you get a souvenir. You get a su- I mean, that's kind of how, like, like think about, like, the Animation Academy that's not around anymore. That was back yeah. where uh, Star Wars Launch Bay was. Like, you made something and then you left with it. Okay. So I like that idea. Soon. So you have to either make something or you get to leave with some sort of really dope, uh, a, a dope thing. A lock All of right. Guy Fieri's hair. Oh, God, there's only so few. Please. <laughs> Please, children. No, it's only, it can only be from that center part where he dyes his beard like, like <laughs> that one section that he leaves undyed. If you cut some strems from that, like that's part of some magic potion. I'm almost convinced. No, I think if you cut. I think that was actually something he shaved before, and it turned brown like Rapunzel's hair entangled. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. So it's the opposite. It used to be of like magic. a blonde Fu Manchu, and he cut it, and it turned it just brown. Grew back nasty. All right, so Jim, we got our challenge for next week. We got everything, but the important question is, where can they find you on the internet? Oh, uh, you don't want to find me on the internet. But I guess if you want to try, I am on Twitter at apparently smart. And uh, Scotty has books he wants to sell you. Oh, thank you, Jim. Well, since Jim is so graciously giving the mic over to me, I'd like to tell you to find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S E O T T Y E M O. And just go to Amazon right now. You ain't doing anything. You're listening to a podcast. Actually, actually, well. Like they wait a couple days. Yeah, wait a couple days. Because there's no. a there's a there's an employee strike right now. I'm trying to be nice to them. Oh, nah, fuck that. Go now. <laughs> <laughs> and buy Quizzle Corp, Quizzle Corp Risen, or Quizzle Corp Revelation. I guess it, I guess if, as long as you buy them digital, I guess that doesn't really affect someone not wanting yeah, yeah, to work. Of course, it's all digital. Get the physical. <laughs> and then of course and then of course bs versus the gods the book where me and my buddy blake tanner take on grecian gods in an epic fashion so check all that out check it out on audible if you want to buy a free 30-day trial and get it there you can 
And of course, remember to go to a load of purebs.com and check out all the other programs we got over there. We got a load of BS, Fight Boys, and of course the brand new Fun Fiction, where me and my buddy Brenna Clark, we read fun, we read fun fan fiction. And we talk about the movies that inspired it. It's a really good show. I hope you guys like it. And, of course, remember to check out our entire back catalog of old episodes at opposite-attractions.com. Buy your op at merch online at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and donate to the Patreon at patreon.com slash aloadofbs if you want to support us. And remember, you can find Jim and me on Twitter at up at show. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?